Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, and I'm very happy to have in studio with me today, uh, Pastor of Faith Family Church uh, here in Cookville, Luke Hobbs. Pastor Luke. Yes, sir. Hello, sir. Great to be with you. It Great is good to be, to be with you. Here. Honored to be here. And I know, based on what I know about you, that you got more more than you can say grace over right now. Uh, you got a lot going on, and I appreciate you do. taking time to uh, to visit with us. I sure do. Thank you, yes, sir. sir. Appreciate it so yes, much. Yes, sir. It's hey, I heard a, um, one of your folks that will go to your church sent me a sermon that you preach, and I thought I've got to get this man on this on this show here, man. You well, just, thank you for you having were me. such a blessing. Um, tell us about first of all. Uh, you're coming to the Lord, your background, your testimony, how all that happened in your life. Yes, sir. Well, uh, I, of course, I was raised in a Christian home. Uh, my dad's been in ministry for over 50 years, and uh, now he's 80. He still goes to, goes to our church now, him and his wife. Uh, my mother passed away, you know, right after I became a Christian. But I was raised in a, in a, in a very strong, committed Christian home. My dad pastored on and off and me growing up. But, you know, to be honest with you, uh, growing up, I never really wanted to really, I, I just didn't have that desire, you know, um, to serve the Lord. And so from the time that I was young, I guess you could say that I was rebellious, you know. I wasn't, you know, evil, but I did, I just seemed like I wanted the world, you know. And, yeah. um, yeah. And, you know, they, some people say, you know, preacher's kids are the meanest. It don't have to be that way. I've got two boys that are great, you know, yeah. which I raised them and, you know, imparted unto them, you know. So anyway, um, but from the time that I was around 16, 17 years old, I began to, uh, you know, uh, be around the wrong crowd. And, of course, they drank. And then by the time that I was 18 uh, years of age, you know, of course, started to you know, be on drugs and things like that, dabble with drugs. And by the time that I was around 20 years old, of course, I was a full-blown uh, drug addict and, and worked. I still worked and held a job, but uh, became a drug addict and a drug dealer. So from the time from a time that I was about 19, 20 years old till, the, till I was 24 years old, uh, it was a very, very crazy time in my life and was just addicted to everything. Seemed like I tried all kinds of, you know, any, any kind of drug almost that, you know, you would set in front of me. So, and it destroyed me physically. I mean, it destroyed me mentally, spiritually, physically in every way. I was, when, by the time that, uh, right before I'd came to the Lord, I weighed 145 pounds and, uh, and it became very sick, you know, from the methamphetamines and the cocaine and and everything that I was doing. Uh, it destroyed my heart. It destroyed my lungs. And I could remember uh, that uh, I had to sleep setting up in bed. I, I slept setting up in bed because I couldn't breathe. Yeah, It seemed like that I was struggling for air. Uh, of course, you know, Blood started to come up at times, you know, so I knew something was very bad wrong with me. I didn't know what I had. I didn't go to the doctor, but but I just kept hearing, you know, at the time, you know, you're going to die and you're going to go to hell if you do not accept me. So I knew that I was hearing that. And So in spite of being growing up in a pastor's home, Christian home, you'd not accepted Christ as your personal savior? Oh, no, no, okay. I never had. Okay. I, you know, I I had got under conviction when I was sure. really young yeah. and, you know, just held the pew and everything, but didn't want to really surrender. Uh, 
but at that time, you know, I've told people, you know, like when a person gets out there, like I was, is a very dark place. And uh, you don't realize how dark it is. And to, to think that God could change your life is almost impossible. You, 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 you know, to think that you could become this righteous person is not nowhere anywhere inside of you. You know, it's, it's, it's absolutely impossible. And you have to just accept the Lord by faith. So I was very sick, and uh, I could remember, to make it short, uh, I come to it was Mother's Day morning, and I had all these drugs out in front of me that I was going to do that day, and and uh, alcohol. I'd been up for three days on this this wildness, you know. And uh, my mother called me and said, uh, uh, today's Mother's Day, will you come to church? And I hung up on her. I said, no, just hung up on her like that. But I had been, you know, like God, you know, something's got to happen here. You know, I, I wasn't necessarily praying, but you think I the just, Holy Spirit was dealing with you? Oh, yes. Okay. But, you know, I didn't. I had no idea that was the Holy Spirit. Oh, just something. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, the, to think that that was the Holy Spirit would would have been, if you would have asked me, I could have said, no way, he's anywhere around me, you know. Yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> but anyway, at that time, and I, 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 but at that time that I hung up on her and I said, you know, no, this presence came into my home, and I, I lived in a, this uh, double-wide trailer that I'd bought. This presence came into my home. Uh, that was beyond anything that I had ever experienced in my life. It was so supernatural. Uh, and and this voice spoke to me where I could hear it plainly. You know, I heard it beyond a shadow of a doubt. And he called my name, and he said, Luke, you've tried all these things. You've tried all this. So why don't you try me? Why don't you try me? And I And I just turned and I said, Lord, what are you doing here? And I called him Lord. And so I remember, you know, this is the Lord. This is the Lord here in my home. I can't believe this. And he said, and and so I said, what are you doing here? And he said, I love you like that. Wow. And I fell right off the bench that I was, I was sitting was on a stool. Sunday, this was that Mother's Day that Sunday morning. Mo- yes, same day. right after the same day. And I fell out on the floor on my face, and I said, Lord, what are you doing here? And he said, I love you. Why don't you try me? So I said, I will. And I got up and and showered and got cleaned up and went to the church where my mother was. And I sat down there just a few minutes, and they were singing and praising God. And and I just got up out of my seat and went to the front and knelt down at the altar, you know. And my life passed before my eyes. God showed me everywhere in my life that he had rescued me. I had overdosed three times. I had been in car accidents, you know, guns pulled on me, and and I just stayed there until I knew that things were right between me and the Lord. So, They're singing, no altar call, no sermon. Yeah, no sermon. You, you just you were there. God yeah. was dealing with your heart. Yes, you just went. You just went forward. I just went forward. Yes, yes. Wow, and, Luke, uh, what a story! What a testimony! And the Lord brought a, me in a million pieces. And, and I and love what you together. said. God said, I love you, man. Yeah. yeah he said, I love you. Yeah. You're valuable to me. Drugs yeah. and all, warts and all, you yeah. know, just like all of us. And he said, but I love you. Right. And that moved you. Yes, it did. And, uh, you know, because I, I, I could, I had a real struggle believing that God could love someone like me. You yeah. know, I never, so that gave me faith and confidence to come. Luke Hobbs, pastor of Faith Family Church in Cookville, is my guest today. So happy you could join us. We'll be back with more in just a moment. 
Hey, we're happy to have you with us on the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. Very glad to have Luke Hobbs, pastor of Faith Family Church. You just heard uh, a tremendous testimony of a man who had drifted into alcohol and drugs. In spite of being raised in a, in a Christian home, a, a father who was a pastor got way off the path. God showed up at his house. Well, we didn't show up. God was always there. I mean, yes, God's everywhere all the yes. time, you know, and uh and uh, basically, uh, you, and you said, Lord, what are you doing here? Yes. And he said, he said, I'm here because I love you. You went to the church that where your mother was. She had called you earlier that day. It's Mother's Day. Come to church. You basically said, no, I'm not coming. Hung up. But had this experience with God, took a shower, went to the church. They're singing. You stand up in the midst of that singing. No sermon, no altar call. God uh, kneeled and gave your heart to the Lord. What yeah. a powerful, powerful. Yes. Man, I, that, I, I, I get excited just hearing about How many years has that been, Luke? That was in 1994, May the 8th, 1994, which, of course, was Mother's Day. And it just so... Uh, you know, it so changed my life. And, you know, I, I, I testified at first, you know, when I was just in that church and in other churches that I went up and knelt down. And, and, and there's, I, I tell this because it's kind of funny, but I, growing up in the church, I used to hear this song. They sang this song all the time. You know, the sweetest words I ever heard was, I forgive. Yeah. So I thought, you know, in my heart, mind, that that I had to hear that. You know, I needed to hear that from God yeah. that he forgave me. So I stayed in I stayed there in prayer until I heard those words. And uh so I didn't realize that I used to say that, you know, I I I stayed there and prayed, got up in a few minutes and left, you know. But the pastor's wife said, No, uh you, you weren't there a few minutes. You you came in and and got up at, at like fifteen to eleven and went to the altar during the the song service, and you didn't get up for three hours, and we sang for three hours. No kidding. She said, so we they just sang. kept singing They while kept you were singing, there. yes. And, while you and were there. Some of the ministers were praying with me, and I, I could remember a couple of the pastor praying with me, and nobody could seem to convince me, you know, uh, that, that God would save me or forgive me. And then this one young lady who I grew up with who was the pastor's daughter, uh came around wow and i you know i never forget you know what she she was she was doing a lot of the singing i can remember she came around now beside me and she said she said luke jesus loves you like that you know she said that to me and i said i love him too and and when i said that immediately i felt like nine acres of heaven broke out on so the you inside confessed of me. It with your mouth yes believed in your heart confessed it yes. with your mouth like the bible says yes. and boom the moment i said it. that i love him i knew that i was forgiven i knew that i was cleansed i knew that i was i mean it just it was all broke out on the inside of me so i got up and and i had these sunglasses i wore all the time put them on walked right out the door at the church? Out the didn't church. Say didn't say nothing to anybody or nothing. I just well, I walked out. You didn't know out. what else to do next, I guess. Yeah, and the Lord spoke to me on the way home, and he said to me, he said, I want you to go home, and I want you to clean everything out of your house. That's an abomination to me. Well, you know, I, I, I hadn't read pretty the abominations of, of the Bible, but I pretty yeah. much knew what he was talking about. Yeah. Go home and get all the drugs and the paraphernalia and all the sinful stuff that you've been doing all your life. And I want you to get it out of your house when you get home. So I got up 
all the stuff that was what which I knew was sin and wrong to God, I took it out in the backyard and set it on fire. Wow. And uh and then he said, and meet me back in the altar tonight. So I did. You know, I went back that night, went right back to the altar again. Just same church. Telling them, yeah, same church. And so, and and two days later, he, two days later, just walking down the road, he called me into the ministry. And that was another experience, another I was going to ask you about that. So you receive Christ, you burn everything, literally burn everything. Yes. The drugs, the paraphernalia, alcohol, yes. whatever, whatever was in your house. You're back there praying that night, and and two days later, you knew that God called you into the ministry. I mean, that, well, that happened. Uh, yes. Well, I burned everything except a lot of the, a lot of. I had this huge shipment of drugs, and the Lord told me I had to take it back to the to the to the people that I did business with. And tell them I got saved because I owed them a lot of money. Oh, you hadn't paid for those yet. Yeah, yeah. So I so was. So you just going to return the merchandise. Yeah, so yeah, I returned yeah. the merchandise, and I had to tell them I got saved. Of course, they thought I got busted and was going to jail, and I thought they would kill me. You know, and yeah. uh, I, so I told my parents, I said, if I get killed, I'm ready. You know. So you let, when you tell you so you took it back to them. I took it back to them and said, I'm done with this life. I'm done with all this. Here's your stuff. Here's all your merchandise, if you what you want to call it. And I said, I got I got saved. I got born again. I know Jesus now, and I'm not doing this ever again. And there it is. And they just looked at me like, you know, what's you're crazy, you know. And and uh, they never they avoided me, never got around me anymore, never never spoke to me or called me or anything. So I thought that they would, you know, try to kill me, or because they thought maybe I got busted by the DA or something. You, you would spill on them. That's yeah, yeah, have. but I never would have done that. Uh, but anyway, and and then two days later, I'm walking. I just decided to take a walk because I'd just been running wild for years. You know, it seemed like a lot of years I'd just been running wild. Never, never really enjoyed life, and uh, so I took a walk down the road down, and I was walking down from my house, and. People knew me as this wild person, you know, so they they assumed I was out of my mind just down on the highway walking. <laughs> it was already a little side road. They thought I was out of my mind. And so and two or three people stopped me and they said, you know, what are you doing? Do you need a ride? I said, I'm fine. I don't need a ride. I really don't. So so I just said that after that happened three times, I said, uh, I said, the next person that asked me what I'm doing here I'm going to say that I'm talking to Jesus, and they will have, they will leave me alone immediately. And when I said those words, this voice that I could hear as plain as as you talking to me literally spoke to me and said, "You wouldn't be telling no lie." And I turned around, and this glory was behind me. And I know we're getting close here, but this glory was behind me, and this voice spoke to me and asked me, "Will you preach my gospel?" And I thought about it just for a couple of seconds, and I said, Lord, I would be honored to preach the gospel for you. And that that glory moved over on top of me, and I took off running, and I ran up Van Buren. I ran up the mountain, up Spencer Mountain, and I said, Lord, how did I just do that? I've been very sick and messed up from all this drugs. And he said, I gave you a new heart and new lungs, and delivered you completely. Now you run all you want to. Wow. So Luke Hobbs is my guest today. He's the pastor of Faith Family Church here in Cookville. 
We'll be back with more and continue this conversation with Luke. You stay with us. Welcome back to the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. Happy to have Luke Hobbs, pastor of Faith Family Church, uh, here with me today. We've just heard an incredible testimony of how a young man totally involved in drug activities was delivered from that, set free, came to Christ, called to the ministry. Luke, tell me a little bit about Faith Family Church. Yes, sir. Well, um, after I had... uh the Lord called me into after one year into into full time ministry, and I began to travel and preach, you know, just wherever the doors open. And then after uh, a couple of years of that, I of course I'd went to Bible school uh, during the first four years of my ministry. I'd went to Rama and uh, was there in and, Tulsa. In Tulsa, yes, sir, and really enjoyed that. Uh, a pastor actually in Van Buren County, Pastor William Wanamaker, had sent me and my wife after I was married. Uh, to her, I met my wife three years after I was saved, and 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 right after that, he asked me if I would if he sent me, you know, to Bible school. Would I go? So we went, and we come back, and uh, right after while I was at Bible school, the Lord told me He said, "You're going to be a you're going to pastor a church, and and I'm going to give you two of them. You got to choose one of them." So yeah. I I pastored a church in Van Buren County, and then built a new church in. Or excuse me, I pastored a church in White County, built a new church. And then the Lord sent me back into field ministry for four years, and I traveled four more years. Then after that, he said to me, you've got to build, you've got to found a new church. And I said, oh, okay, and in Van Buren County. So I I did that. And so in, 19, uh, in 2005, by this time, uh, I founded Faith Family Church and began that ministry actually in a school up there. Yeah, Ray, Raymo, folks who may not know, started by Kenneth Hagan. Yes, sir. Now headed up by Kenneth Hagan Jr. So yes, a lot of sir. people all over the world are familiar with that ministry. What a wow, what a yeah. what a man, what a ministry. And his son's carrying that on, Rayma. And now Faith Family where now Faith Family Church is is on Jefferson Avenue. Yes, across from Walmart. Yes, sir. You, te- when are your services? Our services are Sunday morning at ten thirty and Wednesday night at seven. So and we you're do there. Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, so I want to make sure people knew that. But as we speak, literally, yeah, uh, you're 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 constructing another facility, and you will move in the not too distant future. Talk about that. Yes. Well, um, uh, I'm under a pastor, and, and and that's been a great influence in my life since two thousand and nine. His name is Doctor Michael Jacobs. And he's been a mentor to me, and uh, so he ca- he came and was ministering at our church, and he like Brother Hagen, he's a he's a prophet, you yeah. know, he's a prophet. So he was ministering in our church, and he just stepped over one Sunday morning. And he said, "You know, Pastor Luke's time for you to move, uh, and you have to build a new building." And the Lord said, "Give you ten thousand dollars to get you started." So. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> so I went home. I said, Lord, you know, I've been kind of stuck here, not wondering what I'm, what I'm going to do. Did, is, are this what you want me to do? He goes, get started. So, uh, and then I told the Lord, I said, well, I want land on Highway 111. You want me to build a church? I want property on Highway 111. And uh, so right after that, I met with a, a gentleman who is a bail bondsman. He had property on 111. And I met with him, and and he said, "What are you going to do with the property?" And I said, "Well, I'm going to build a church." Well, automatically he was mad at the church because he had had a bad experience with with some Christians, and he wasn't a Christian. And he met so, at the church in general. Yeah, yeah, he was mad at the Christian, anything to yeah, do with anything, Christians. Yeah, yeah. So 
I said, well, sir, I hate what's happened to you, but yeah. I want to tell you that Jesus has never done anybody wrong. So oh, whatever wow. happened to you wasn't him, and you need to stop blaming him for it. So anyway, the property went up for auction, and people bid. and But he stopped it all and said, I want that pastor to have that property. Did so, he really? Yeah, so he called the broker, which was Dino uh, Gates, Cates and said to him, I want that pastor to have this property. So in spite of the fact that he was mad and had a bad experience, yeah. he stopped everything and said, it's yours. Yes, and and we, he gave us a deal on it, and we bought it for, for half of what it was worth. And uh, so we started construction on the church, and it's just been a miracle. Wow. A lot of stuff uh, that, that has happened financially. Uh, people have, have given uh, exceedingly abundantly and – and we are really a, a, a local pastor who's a contractor, Pastor Emery Thompson, who's a, a commercial contractor, a good friend of mine. He pastors a, a, up on Golden Mountain in Sparta. And he he said when we first started, and I'd hired him to build, the, to construct the building. And so he comes to me and he says, and he was crying, wanted me to meet him at the church. So I met him out there on the property. And he said, the Lord told me that I had to, to build this church for you and not charge you anything, except you just pay my men's labor, but I, I'm not to charge you anything above that. And I said, well, I didn't ask you to do that. But he said, the Lord told me if if I don't, he can't. So I have to obey him. And so wow, he, he put that building up for us and so it got some, me on the inside, you know. So. so here's a fellow that shows up and says, it's time for you to move, gives you $10,000. Yes. The, 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 the bail bondsman who was mad at the church says, ends up saying, hey, I want you to have this land. Yes. And now your guy who does a construction that says, I'm going to I'm gonna about give it to you, just about. Yes, now, yes. You, and man, he about did, yes. Yeah. And, but if you hadn't taken that first step, if you right. if you hadn't said, no, we, this, oh, hey, we're on Jefferson Avenue in Cookville, Tennessee. How many cars come up? And yeah, on, on the surface, that might seem yeah. a wise thing to do, but you knew God was leading you in a different direction. Right. And to do it with the size of the congregation we have, it is, it, it's not even naturally, you know, don't make sense naturally. Yeah. But I've just learned over the years being in full-time ministry that God is our source. You know, yeah. we have to trust in him with all of our heart. And, and and no man is our source. So if we obey him and in, in our giving and in our sowing and in our faith and believing and and we're led of the spirit, then he works supernaturally uh, to see things get done. So that's where we're at. And we're excited. We're, we're closer now than we should be in there in a few months. Yeah, but for right now, today, as we speak, you're right there on Jefferson, literally right South across Jefferson. from Walmart. Yeah, people, across from Walmart. People see your sign, thousands of cars out there every day. You invite them there. And, of course, if they come, they'll know when you move to the new location. Yes. Actually, I envy Walmart because they got a bigger crowd than me. You know, So <laughs> I really, I'm like, we got to change that. Uh, that's great. <laughs> Luke, i tell you what, buddy, it's so good to meet you and talk Great to you to be here, brother and to hear, and hear what God has done in your life. And, uh, the, uh, you know, we got about a minute left. Could you see your, I mean, you, did you, would you see yourself doing what you're doing now a few years ago when, when God said to you, go burn, go burn everything and, and listen to my voice. And God's so yes, good. Yes. I, I, I don't think that I could imagine how good the journey's been. I've enjoyed every, you know, every moment of it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I tell people I'm living the dream. Now, it yeah. may not be a dream to them, but it is to me. I enjoy what I do. I'm anointed to do what I do. Uh, I've got a wonderful wife, Jonna, and two boys, and, and the Lord has just blessed me my whole life. 
and healed me and 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 kept me safe. And I'm thankful. You know, I'm thankful. Yeah. Uh, to and honored to do it. And led you into an abundant life that he had for you all along. Yes. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you being with us. Luke Hobbs, pastor of Faith Family Church, has been our guest today. So happy to have you join us. Join us next time for The Chat.